Good morning and welcome to Hochma and Coffee, episode number two for the month of April. I trust you're having a great morning with that delicious cup of coffee in your hand or whatever you like to drink in the mornings. Now, today we're going to be in Matthew chapter 5, continuing through the Sermon on the Mount. Uh, but before we get there, I just want to say we are doing a giveaway right now of an open Bible of two of the books uh, we just released one of them being the Good News book, the other one being the Live This Love Journal. If you'd like to be entered to win that, all you got to be is a subscriber on our YouTube channel where we put out Bible-related content to help you grow in your Christian walk, as well as fill out the little form in the description in the show notes. So make sure you check that out if you would like to win those. Now, let's jump into our Hochmah for today, which, if you're wondering what that is, it's just the Hebrew word for wisdom, and it's the goal of this podcast just every single morning to give out a daily dose of wisdom, and so if that's interesting to you, if you'd like a free, short Bible study delivered to your podcast app every single morning, make sure you subscribe. So, let's jump into this. Now, I've been meditating on this passage for the last 30 minutes because it's it's a deeper one, and I want to try to distill what I've been meditating on for the last 30 minutes into just this short five minutes that you can chew on for today. As we come to verses 17 through 20, let's read those. Matthew 5, 17 through 20, and they say this, Think not that I am come to destroy the law or the prophets. I am not come to destroy, but to fulfill. For verily I say unto you, till heaven and earth pass, one jot or one tittle shall in no wise pass from the law till all be fulfilled. Whosoever shall break one of these least commandments and shall teach men so, he shall be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. But whosoever shall do and teach them, the same shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven." For I say unto you that except your righteousness shall exceed the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees, ye shall in no case enter into the kingdom of heaven. So let's try to wrap our brains around this. This is a transition in the Sermon on the Mount where Jesus is really going to begin to lay it on this new expanded law, right? He's going to take the old law and bring it even more full, more intense. So let's look at this passage. Uh, if you know the Pharisees, especially at the last verse, verse 20 there, we see him poking at the Pharisees even throughout this whole thing. But the Pharisees were very, very, very tied to the Mosaic law, right? The 613 commandments or more or less, depending on the count, they are very tied to that. And they really believed that since they knew it so well and they they kept it externally to a degree that they were somehow righteous. But as we look at this passage, Jesus is trying to show them something. They didn't fulfill the law. They didn't keep it well enough. And in verse number one, people might have looked at Jesus and the way he lived and the way he acted kind of as a revolutionary teacher and thought maybe he's here to throw away the law. Maybe he's here to kind of bring about lawlessness and it probably brought some nerves on the, I don't even know if that's a saying, it probably made them nervous, right? The Pharisees like, oh no, this teacher, he's coming and he's probably going to bring about lawlessness. And Jesus with one statement says, hey guys, I'm not here to destroy the law. I'm not here to bring about lawlessness. No, I care about the law. 
In fact, I'm not come to destroy the law. I'm come to fulfill this law. The very law that you guys are trying so hard to live out and trying so hard to fulfill in your own selves yet keep failing. I'm come to literally fulfill it. I'm come to be the embodiment of this law. And he says, for verily I say unto you, heaven and earth shall not pass. It really will not go away. This universe will not stop existing. Not one jot nor one tittle will fail from this law until that entire law is fulfilled, is literally lived out by some human being. We could go in depth on this, but we're not going to. Literally, this universe isn't going anywhere. This law isn't going anywhere until a human being can fulfill this law, can live out this entire law. And it goes on to say, hey guys, if you were to break one of the little tiny commandments, what you would think might be the smallest commandment. There are no small commandments, but if you think there's a small commandment and you were to break the smallest little commandment and yet still be a teacher, you think you're doing well because you know the law, you know what's right and wrong. He says, you're the least in the kingdom of heaven. And he's going to make it even worse in a few minutes. But he says, but if you can do and teach then you're great. What is he saying? Hey, Pharisees, you're doing a, yeah, you're doing a great job teaching. You're, you're blabbing your mouth. But if you break even one of the smallest commandments and you're still teaching, boom, you are one of the least. But he goes on even further. And he doesn't just say, okay, if you break it, it's still teach or least. He goes on and says, you might not even be the least. He says, for I say unto you, except your righteousness shall exceed the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees. Ye shall in no case enter into the kingdom. He says, scribes and Pharisees, I kind of took it easy, easy on you in the verse first saying, hey, if you teach but don't do all of it, you'll be least. But he goes on to say, no, actually, you have to do even more than you're doing. You, you have to be more righteous than you are right now to even enter into the kingdom. So what's going on here? He's trying to say this. Scribes, Pharisees, no matter how hard you try, you cannot fulfill the law. And he's, he's not just saying the scribes and the Pharisees. By poking at the scribes and the Pharisees, who all of Israel lifted up as the most righteous, man, that means that all of the common folks have no chance. They're, they'd be looking at Jesus saying, well, if the Pharisees can't do it, there's no way I can do it. Who's going to fulfill the law? Well, Jesus answered that in verse 17. I'm not come to destroy, but to fulfill. Friend, I'm going to be very honest. You and I cannot live the perfect life. If you haven't figured that out already, I pray today's that day. You and I are not perfect and there's no way we could live the perfect life. But I'm so thankful Jesus came and his purpose was to live that perfect life. He literally lived it so perfectly. And maybe you're thinking, well, how does that help me? Friend, this is the beauty of the gospel. Jesus lived the life you and I couldn't live. And he died the death you and I should have died for one reason. He gives his life freely to you and I. We literally can have his righteousness, his perfect life credited to our account. If we'll simply believe that Jesus died for our sins was buried, and rose again the third day. I know that sounds so rich. I know that sounds too good to be true, but friend, it is the truth. Now, we did go into the gospel in more depth on videos and on our YouTube channel, as well as the book Good News literally just walks through the entire book of Romans and helps lay out for you the gospel. But friend, I'll tell you, it's so simple. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved. You don't need to go more in depth to understand what Jesus did. He died in your place. He died on the cross literally so that he could wipe away your sin debt 
everything you've ever done wrong. He died on the cross for. He was buried, but here's the kicker, friend. He rose again from the dead. And when he rose again from the dead, he offers you new life. Literally, the cross shows that the old you can die, and the empty tomb shows that a new you can be reborn. Simply believe that he died for your sins, was buried, and rose again from the dead. Well, I pray this was a blessing to you. If it was, feel free to review us on the Apple Podcasts. I apologize, this went a little bit longer than usual, but I pray you have a wonderful morning today, a wonderful rest of your day, and I pray you live it with this wisdom. And I pray that you share this good news that Jesus died for our sins with somebody you know today. And I'll talk to you tomorrow.